Please pray with me. Father, we know that it is one thing to hear and that it is quite another to understand. And so we ask that you would enable us this morning not just to hear, but to understand your word. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. What kind of soil are you? And what difference does it make? That's what we're going to look at today. Jesus told a story about a man scattering seed, planting seed, which fell on four different types of soil. Every person here today is representative of one of those types of soil. What type of soil we are will determine the outcome of our lives. So we're going to look at what happened with each of these soils. We're going to look at the secret of the fourth soil, and then we're going to examine what type of soil we are. But here's the good news. No matter what type of soil you came in as today, you can leave a different type of soil. I brought some soil samples to help. As we look at these four soils, keep in mind that each of these four soils are present in the church. Today in these pews are all of these soils. These soils are all people who heard God's word willingly. None of them ran away from God's word, but they all stayed around to hear it. So let's look at these four soils. The, the first sample is cement. I could have put some asphalt in here too. The, the first soil Jesus describes is, is the path, the footpath, the road where people traveled. Seed falls on that footpath. Birds come and snatch up, scoop up that seed to eat. And then in verse 19, Jesus explains what's going on. He says, When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches it away like that bird, what is sown in the heart. This is what is sown on the path. The evil one will take any opportunity we give him to distract us from God's word, from the seed that the sower is sowing. But did you notice that the evil one doesn't come and snatch up the seed from any of the other three soils, even though that seed would have been resting on top for a while? It's tempting to think when you first read this passage that the evil one is so powerful that there's nothing that can be done to stop him, that he's going to snatch that seed no matter what, that the soil is helpless and is doomed no matter what. But as you dig more, you realize that a road, a path, a sidewalk is not focused on receiving seed. It's focused on receiving feet receiving cars, receiving people. Frederick Bruner points out, the soil is unfruitful because its orientation is wrong. It receives the activity of people and not the activity of the sower as its main occupation. So what on first glance looks to be the fault of the devil is on closer inspection, the devil taking an opportunity that a human being has given him. 
The road, the path, is soil, are people who, even though they hear God's word, are more interested and more focused on hearing about current events, about the comings and goings of people, about getting places. So that's the first soil. This next soil actually looks pretty good. It's got some rocks in it, but doesn't look too bad. Here the, the sower sows the seed, the word of God, and the soil is so receptive to it. The person described here is described as a convert. They hear God's message, they receive it, and they said, this is what I've been waiting for. They receive it with joy, and they get it. That's the ideal reception to Jesus' message, isn't it? That sounds pretty good. But then comes the other part of following Jesus. Anytime you follow Jesus, there will be people who do not like him. And because you like him, they will not like you. And persecution comes. And when persecution comes to the soil, the plant withers. It turns out this soil's real joy is in pleasing people. Its real joy is being thought of well, being respected. They are joyful in following Jesus, but only to the point that others look favorably on them. We have our next soil, the third one in line, which is the healthiest jet. The seed takes root in the soil, but as it starts to grow, the thorns and the, the weeds around the soil, in the form of the cares of the world and the lure of wealth, choke it out. These people get caught up in the world's fears and anxiety about current events. They get caught up in the promises of wealth. And over time, these cares distract them from hearing and listening to Jesus' message. And ultimately, these cares choke out his voice. And at the very end, we have the last soil. The soil that does this amazing thing produces 30, 60, 100 times what was sown in it. So what is the amazing, complex secret that that soil holds? Verse 23 tells us, they hear the word and understand it. That's it. They hear, they understand, and they do something with it. The fourth soil listens. The three other soils all hear the word, but only the fourth listens. Here's how the dictionary defines listen. To take notice of and act on what someone says. Respond to advice or a request. To make an effort to hear something. To be alert and ready to hear something. And here's how the dictionary defines hear. To perceive with the ear the sound made by someone or something. Do you catch the difference there? All the four soils hear, but only one listens to the word. The first soil, the footpath, heard the word, but was listening and paying attention to people, to the people on its path, to the current events, the comings and goings of the day. The second soil that received the word so joyfully at first listened for a while, but then when times got hard, it was clear what they were really listening to. 
they were listening to what brought, up, what brought them approval from others. The third soil, with the thorns, they received the word with, with one hand, with half their attention, because they were also busy listening and paying attention to the anxieties of the age and the promises of wealth. But the fourth soil is the only one that listens, that receives the word with both hands. It listened and kept listening until it understood. And then it kept listening, using God's word as their GPS for life, no matter what current events did or did not happen. You heard me tell the story of, to the children about parents telling their child to go clean their room. Anytime a parent tells their child to go clean their room, that parent will know immediately whether or not the child heard. That's pretty obvious. But the parent will not know for a while if the child listens. If the child goes up to, to play in the room with their dolls or trucks and doesn't clean the room, the child hasn't listened. And that's part of the secret of the fourth soil. Whenever we actually listen, we're placing ourselves beneath something, beneath an authority, responding to what that authority desires. There are so many voices that call to us. But we must be careful which voices we listen to. In the Odyssey, when Odysseus was returning home from war, he and his men had to sail through, sail past the island of the Cyrenes. The Cyrenes were, were legendary, they were famous, these women who were famous for their beauty and for the beautiful music they made with their voices. And these Cyrenes were, would lure sail, sailors to come closer to the shore, but it was all a trap. And when the sailors heeded their calls and came closer to the shore, they would always shipwreck and the Cyrenes would turn their backs on the sailors. So Odysseus knew this. He wanted to avoid that danger, but he also wanted to hear this beautiful music they were famous for. So as they sailed through, before they got there, he had his men tie him firmly to the mast so that he could not move. And he had his men stop their own ears with beeswax so that they could not hear the Cyrenes' call. So they sailed through, and as they begin sailing through, his men are going about their task, getting them safely through, and Odysseus begins to hear their call. And he also stopped his men's ears because he knew that he would start shouting at them, begging them to change course. Thankfully, for his sake, they did not. The voices of the sirens still call to us today. They sound so nice. The approval of others is a sweet drink. It tastes much better than the best beer or wine. The promises of wealth sound so fantastic, promising to unlock the door to all our fantasies. And these voices call to us so beautifully. But as we begin to, to heed those voices and draw near, we end up dashed against the rocks. But listening to the word, deeply, continually listening, placing ourselves under it, will never leave us shipwrecked.
it will always produce good fruit. And it's not complicated. All we have to do is listen. Do you want to grow the church? I'm going to take a little tangent here. Did you know that the mega church is the fastest declining church in America? Did you also know that one of the fastest growing churches in the past 90 years in America is the Amish community? Every 20 years, they have doubled in size. And you may say, well, that's just because they have a lot of babies. And they do, that's part of it. But they retain more than 80% of their youth. More than 80% of the youth who grow up Amish keep that faith. Whereas in most Protestant churches, you're doing lucky if you can get 40%. You can say what you want about the Amish, but they are really good at listening. Four soils. What kind of soil are you? Ulrich Luz points out that this text becomes fatal. It actually becomes a dagger in our heart when we understand the first three soils as other people and ourselves as the fourth soil. He says, the text only works as it was intended when it is used self-critically. When we use it not as a microscope to examine other people's lives, but when we use it as a mirror to examine our own. So what kind of soil are you? Well, let's take me for an example. What kind of soil am I? We know that. I'm the fourth one. Yeah. How could I not be? But things aren't always as they seem. It would be ironic if we jump to the conclusion that we are the fourth soil who listens to God's word so well. But in jumping to that conclusion, we do not stop to listen to the possibility that we are one of the other soils. Today, God is sowing his seed among us, even as we speak. Throughout this week, he'll be sowing his seed among us. What kind of soil will you be this week? It doesn't matter what kind of soil you've been in the past. It doesn't matter what kind of soil you are now. If you want to change the kind of soil that you are and become this deep, rich soil that endures and gives life, all you have to do is listen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you said that you would send us your Holy Spirit to be our helper and to teach us. And this week, I pray that your Holy Spirit would be teaching us how to listen. I pray that your Holy Spirit would be helping us, keeping us mindful of what kind of soil we are as we go about our week. And we pray more and more that you would transform us into the good soil that produces life. We ask all these things in your name. Amen.